6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Yes, now one of the things that caught my eye today in the news cycle was a proposal um, for a passenger train line across the province. It's being proposed by Alberta Regional Rail Incorporated, and it would ultimately link the northwest, the northeast, southwest, southeast regions of Alberta kind of into Edmonton and Calgary. So how is this going to unfold? Where does it stand right now? Let's find out with Vern Raincock, who is the Director of Global Sourcing for Alberta Regional Rail. Hi, Vern. Welcome to the show. Thanks for the invitation. It's a beautiful day, and uh, hopefully we can enjoy the weekend. Yeah, Vern, were you a meatloaf fan in any way? Uh, by all means. I had a few friends uh, years back that had me as a roadie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Born in January, I was the first to get at 16 to get a driver's license. And, um, yeah, I, I saw a few of the uh, restaurants and bars uh, over my time. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I want to talk to you about being a roadie because I think you probably have a boatload of stories there. But, hey, that's another time. Vern, let's talk about this proposal for this passenger train line. Uh, I am wondering if we're kind of late to the game on this. Uh, possibly so, but sometimes timing is perfect. Um, if you look back 10 years ago, um, a lot of the technologies and the understanding of uh, um, the impacts of uh, motor vehicles to the climate uh, were not as uh, matured as they are today. So um, two years ago, I started working with Thomas Fryer. He's an engineer here in uh, mm-hmm. Alberta. And uh, we started working on this project, putting together uh, economic uh, studies as well as um, engineering uh, costs analysis and the more we delved into it and the more we talked to uh, local part politicians not only uh, within the Edmonton Calgary corridor which we've been very busy since December 1st but most recently uh, to people in Mezzan Hat, Lethbridge, mm-hmm. Grand Prairie, um, Onaway, um, High Prairie um, and Fort McMurray uh, we could see over time this could be a solution for uh, every four well roughly four to five months of the year I'm sure actually even sometimes we get snow in August right yeah. uh, roads could be a little dicey in this province so so for uh, it can't just be the weather though that would be driving a proposal like this why do why do you think Alberta and Albertans need this uh, well, uh, there's, a, there's a bunch of opportunities that are being lacked. One of, one of the areas a lot of people overlook that one in five Albertans do not drive a car or don't have ready, ready access to get to uh, doctor's appointments. Uh, possibly we spoke with several people in Wetaskiwin, and often they have to go to Edmonton, Red Deer, Calgary for see a specialist. And um, uh, uh, as a low-income person, they actually have to reach out to um, uh, some nonprofits sometimes just to go mm-hmm. See their specialists. So um, there's more to this than simply um, passenger rail. Yeah, interesting. So uh, <laughs> would we have to lay down? Li- we'd have to lay down lines, wouldn't we? That that's the intent uh, to do it right the first time. Uh, there may be a short period of time that we'll bring a rolling stock in as as a demonstration uh, for a period of time. But uh, the system requires separate track along. Um, CP and eventually CN right-of-ways. Without that, um, we w- we would be delayed by freight trains, or unfortunately, we may delay freight trains. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're looking to negotiate with Canadian Pacific and CN eventually uh, user fees to use their right-of-way. And uh, we've been in discussion with some of the world's largest investment groups for infrastructure. And at first glance, um, we have calls next week with five of them. Wow! So it's really exciting. Um, we. 
started December 1st to discuss this matter with the local councils. And um, at this point, all but three uh, jurisdictions between Calgary and Edmonton have provided letters of support. And we've, as I said earlier, we've had um, a lot of um, moral support in the other regions as well. Yeah, moral support is fantastic, Vern. We know that. And, and, and support uh, on paper. What, what about financial? What is this going to cost? Um, right now, we're looking at a purely private partnership okay. with Infrastructure Bank. Um, too often, people look at costs, not the benefits. So um, it, there's a lot of studies, of course. We'll be sharing that uh, publicly uh, in the next uh, 30 days. But um, rail corridors generate value by acting as economic engines through you know, jobs. We're going to be employing thousands of people. Uh, there's n- new activity. Uh, I used to live in Kent, Washington. Kent Station is creating $25 million U.S. annually for the city of Kent. The city of Kent's roughly now the same size as Red Deer. Hmm. So would Red Deer or Red Deer County find an extra $25 million added revenue, a benefit? And often these things are overlooked. Vern Rencock joining me this afternoon, the Director of Global Sourcing for uh, Alberta Regional Rail in Incorporated. Just a, a couple of things as I, as I take a look at the map and kind of take a look at uh, where the routes would be, you know, as far uh, northwest, you know, Grand Prairie and then uh, northeast, Fort McMurray, uh, west to east, we're looking at Jasper and Lloyd, down to Wainwright, Lake Louise, down to Lethbridge, Medicine Hat. There's been a lot of talk recently, Vern, about a hyperlink proposal between Edmonton and Calgary. Um, (laughs) Is that competition? Not at all. Actually, I'd like to take that. <laughs> but I might, I might not survive. I'm 57. Just had my 57th birthday. And uh, based on what we see and the, um, the estimated cost, it may be two decades before we'll okay. see something like that. A lot of times people say we see these other um, options coming to the table. We see our, our, our project as being complementary. Um, we hope to work with both the Calgary and the Edmonton Airport Authorities um, in the next quarter and to identify uh, their needs and uh, how we can improve uh, mobility, not only for uh, residents of Alberta, but for our guests as well. You know, Verna, you know, I I mentioned the Edmonton-Calgary hyperlink and and whether that would be competition, but we've been talking about it on on this show and, you know, throughout the province over the past number of months or maybe a year or two about uh, the proposed rail line between uh, Calgary and Lake Louise. We know the company Lyricon Capital um, has been working on that. It seems to be progressing quite well. Uh, Do we, how would, how does that, go into what you're proposing uh, we we've have we have reached out to the, the um, lyricon uh, in the past um, uh, we, we have open arms to discuss how we can plug in uh, mutually uh, their focus of course is uh, working with the National Park Service mm-hmm. removing vehicles uh, from there uh, we're representing 3.29 million people between the cities of Calgary and Edmonton uh, positive note in the last six weeks we've received um, from different municipal councils, almost 400,000 residents of Alberta have um, councils basically supporting our project. The reason they support our project is we we have plans to stop in these communities so that over the last 20 years, a lot of these communities, including Airdrie, have had downtown redevelopment plans that aren't seeming to go anywhere. But if you imagine that uh, uh, we have have on January 24th in the afternoon, we're presenting to the city of Lacombe, and they see a perfect fit. And Mm. if you've ever been to uh, Blind Man Brewery, (laughs) Blanchard and Chive, 
I, uh, I live in Airdrie. I like to hop on the train and enjoy myself. And I spoke with um, um, uh, Mark, and he runs a brewery in uh, Regina, and they actually, uh, with a small uh, short line, actually do um, beer, craft beer uh, tours. So there's all types of opportunities, whether it's Battle of Alberta between uh, the Flames or the Canucks, uh, if they're coming to town or whoever, uh, people from either side of the fence can come to either the Calgary Games or the Edmonton Games. We can't forget the CFL football. <laughs> so we look forward to working with the Calgary Flames as well as the Edmonton Oilers, the Edmonton Elks, as well as the Calgary Stampeders organizations to design uh, specific uh, trains that are going to be for special, special events. When we, uh, we just received from the town of uh, Black Falls, they have a beautiful uh, Christmas display. Uh, we're looking at a Christmas train similar to what CP currently has, their holiday train. Yeah. Uh, but more specifically, um, to let people stop from Calgary, all say Calgary Zoo lights, all the way up to uh, Black Falls in the course of an evening. Uh, I think it'd be a wonderful three or four hour uh, round trip just to see what Alberta has to offer. When last question, uh, if all continues to to go well and this moves forward, when would we see trains moving on the track to do this? Uh, it's exciting times. We've uh, we, uh, Gold Train as well as a few of the other major um, uh, regional rail uh, uh, providers currently in North America are buying brand new equipment, and we've we've been approached by a company that works with uh, Amtrak as well as others for uh, taking locomotives as well as uh, coaches and refurbishing them. Mm. And and uh, recently, uh, I'm a Star Trek fan, and uh, <laughs> I reached out to another Star Trek fan. Uh, they're based in Los Angeles. They're very, um, they're working with NASA on a few other uh, propulsion uh, technologies that she's she's working on. Anita, um, it's just it's amazing, and uh, we've been having a discourse with her since December on on um, the uh, look uh, looking towards uh, hydrogen uh, fuel cell developments that are currently uh, being planned and. Uh, put together for the next Mars mission in uh, by NASA. So we're talking to people around the world. We've attracted economists from France. Um, I had a two-hour conference call at 2 in the morning with a gentleman. His, uh, he's uh, currently consulting in the Northeast uh, Rail Project in the United States, and he's based in um, Berlin. Uh, are so we talking like 10 years from now or 20 years from now? Uh, five years, if uh, if everything goes as planned with all these people coming, mm. uh, rolling up their sleeves and saying, let's, it's time for us, we can see it's going to be profitable uh, for the province of Alberta um, at this point in time. Um, I could see five to seven years within the Calgary and Edmonton corridor building out. And uh, our goal is to work with all the other regions so that there's plenty of time, say seven years, for us to develop a strategy for uh, periodic service between Lethbridge, Manhattan to Calgary, and the other regions as well. Vern, going to have to leave it there this afternoon. We'll be watching this closely. Thanks for joining me today. And thanks for the invite. Yeah. And, uh, I appreciate all your time. Take care. Vern Raincock joining me, the Director of Global Sourcing for Alberta Regional Rail Incorporated.